The Rocket Review, a streaming video podcast where consenting adults discuss sex, kink and BDSM, sexual health, sex work, and the adult entertainment industries. While our conversations are created to build understanding and share valuable information, not all views expressed reflect those of the producers, hosts, or sponsors. The Rocket Review is intended for mature audiences only. So, Joy, how long have you been a professional sex worker? Um, pretty much since I was 18. How long have you worked here at Sanctuary? Uh, since 2016. When did you first realize you were kinky and then start to embrace it? Um, I would say I was very young. Um, I just knew, like, I was really into bondage. I really liked uh, the cartoons when the characters would kidnap a girl, tie her up, tie her to a chair. Um, I loved, like, Roger Rabbit, uh, you know, um, Jessica Rabbit. And when she was tied up to the chair especially, it was uh, really burdened to my memory. And uh, just a lot of times music, too visuals, stuff, or lyrics, um, I just, I, I like, I understood it, I want, I like, I never shied away from stuff like, like, uh, blindfolds, or if I saw a crop in a video, I was like, oh, that, that looks fun, uh, I've known for a while. When you first started in sex work, what kind of training did you seek out? Um, let's see, when I started, it was probably like 2003, 2004, and it wasn't the same like it is today. So now we have classes and events, and there's groups and lunches, but it was a little bit more like private, more underground at that time, and, uh, you, you had masters and sirs and doms who would, you would apprentice under them. And uh, it, was, it was quite an honor to, to be apprenticed under somebody. They didn't just accept anybody. You, you, you had to be somebody who they thought would fit very well the part. And as a submissive, you have to be very open to um, trying new things. So. It's true. <laughs> what is your favorite kink to provide as a service? Uh, I, if you had to pick one, what uh, would it be? Just one. Um, to be honest, um, I love being dommy. I love being like a dominant mommy, like um, telling you like what to do. Like you have to um, keep your room neat and tidy and you have to do good grades and don't, you know, leave, leave the toilet seat down. And if you do, like, then I'm going to have to punish you. And it's just so easy because I feel like in that anybody just messes up really easy, leaving their shirt on the ground, like, not folded. And then, oh, that's the reason. Now I'm going to have to, you know, now I have to show you, put your things away. And that's, I love corporal punishment and service. If you could whisper in your ear back when you first started, what advice would you give your younger self? 
I would tell myself to slow down. I, I would say take my time. And um, yeah, that's what I would say to myself. That is excellent advice. I, I, I say that a few often myself. Um, describe the, uh, the uh, atmosphere here at Sanctuary from your observation, from your perspective. Um, it's really great being here at Sanctuary because uh, it's located right next to the Los Angeles airport and we do have a lot of people come in from all over the world because they know that this is like the largest dungeon that we have on this side of town and also we rent rooms like hourly, like overnight, we have full staff, like to be able to provide, you know, kinky services, um, the dominant, the switches and submissives and, you know, the professionals. They're also taught to teach and guide and help people as they come in that don't really know anything, you know. So we, we do help, like, classes. And there's not a lot of uh, dungeons that are as big as sanctuary that provide as many things as Sanctuary, and then of course, DomCon, which is huge, and we have people come in from all over, and uh, it's it's just, it, this is a very unique place. It me. is, it is a, a very unique facility, unlike many uh, in the world. Um, how many DomCons have you attended now? Um, only four. Well, of course, because we had an entire uh, year off there with COVID. Yes. So I've attended four DomCons, one in New Orleans. And since we kind of brought, I circled in there a little bit, uh, talk to me a little bit about um, what has it been like for you personally as a professional during COVID? Um, I was one of the people who went like completely offline I didn't even know, like, what to say publicly or, like, like I didn't want to say anything wrong or post any pictures of me doing anything wrong. Um, or, and I didn't want to post my opinions about anything uh, because I just felt like we didn't know where it was going and uh, you didn't really want to, like, put your... I didn't want to put my foot in my mouth. That's the submissive's job. And... <laughs> Bravo. You well, know. well said. And I, I just, I kept to myself and I didn't work because I didn't want to um, get sick and I wasn't really sure where it was going. So I took some time off and just focused on myself. And once things kind of cleared up a little bit and things started opening back up and um, regulations um, started uh, getting a little more lax, then I came back. So it's been a while though. A lot of people took time off. It was, a, it was a very difficult period for everyone involved. Joy, thank you so much for your time today. This has been fantastic. Thank and, you for uh, having uh, uh, Joy Savage, Ms. Joy Savage, everybody, contact her, sanctuarylax.com. <laughs> hey, gang, Rocket here. Are you the owner or marketing manager for an adult-themed or sex work-based business? TRR has advertising sponsorship opportunities created for the adult industry. A one to two minute ad spot during episodes of TRR is a great fit for small adult businesses like adult event promoters, sex toy creators, 
fetish gear and apparel lines, adult social clubs, and online adult entertainment companies. Sponsoring The Rocket Review helps keep independent adult industry voices on mainstream platforms and makes phenomenal promotional tool for sex work and adult-themed businesses. For inquiries, email rocket at therocketreview.com. On the record. <laughs> so, Rocky Fox, tell me, how long have you been in professional dungeon work? Uh, professional dungeon work, like it, like at the sanctuary, like. How in, long have you worked at sanctuary? It's like a month or two, maybe maybe three months, maybe three months, but for the doubt. Um, yeah, here. When did you first start to discover you were kinky, and then when did you embrace it? That's a great question. Nobody answers that. Nobody delivers that quite like that. Um, not think about. It. When did uh, when did I discover kink? It's well, not often the same point in time. Like no. a lot of times, we realize pretty young. There's a dramatic. Oh no no no! That no. something's up. I'm like, more of a hedonist. I am. There's 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 moments in my life where there are great stories. I love to tell them. I'm also a Gemini, so you'll be here all day. <laughs> oh, I'll loop back and have you in for a one on one. We'll do it over internet. We'll get the coffee. So we'll the, tell all the stories. Right? Oh, baby, come back, please. Um. The, uh, the first, the first thing that I noticed in my life, I was 18 and it's not kinky, but to me it was like, it was just like my whole life changed. Um, I had just turned 18. Well, you only turn each age one time. So it was a few months after that, but it was raining, it was pouring and I was working at not scary farm, right? There's the kinky. Okay. So the craziest thing I ever did was want to be a vampire, right? So my whole life is like this, right? So anyways, it's, it, it was, it's pouring, it's pouring rain. It's pouring all day, all day. For two weeks, there was this crazy storm. And I get to my car, new car, I'm 18, it's the first car, new car. I'm looking at my car and I don't want to, it's clean. I don't want to get in there wet. So I take off all my clothes in the parking lot. I'm in bra and panties at 18 years old. That's naked. I get in my car, revelation. I'm like, I'm never wearing clothes again. <laughs> uh, that was the moment. If you had to pick a particular kink or fetish that you identified with or that you like to offer as a service, which one would that be? I'm definitely a CBT. CBT is one of my favorite things. And for the gang out there, that is not cognitive behavioral therapy. She's straight it's, up talking cognitive behavioral therapy. It might be. It, it might, might be. If you need to sit and talk, we could do that too. <laughs> I, I, can, I will retrain you all of that. We can have some, uh, uh, some subliminal, subliminal uh, conditioning. It's different act. Cock and ball torture is one of my faves as well really? as, uh, as a switch. Do you consider yourself a dom, a, a switch, or a sub? Top. Top? I'm a top, but I, I will always, always identify as evolving or fluid or flexible. I never have like a binary accurate, because it's just one day I'm this, one day I'm that, but I'm never a bottom. <laughs> I get you. I get you. <laughs> Um, uh, have you, uh, worked in the industry outside of here? Do you do adult mm -hmm. webcamming? Do you, what else do you do? Uh, right now it's OnlyFans. So it's goddess Rocky Fox at OnlyFans. I don't know. Um, I, I'll give you the handle. You can put it up on the screen. Oh yeah. <laughs> goddess Rocky Fox at OnlyFans. Yeah. Um, do, do you talk a little bit about the distinct difference between, you know, webcam work and then in-person work? Cause it is quite different. Uh, talk a little bit or talk a lot? 
Uh, I mean, in a nutshell, this is like my room. This is kind of like where I hang out. It's a whole like 10 by 10 space. I'm alone. You'll be maybe interact with somebody online. Maybe not. It's a lot of technical uh, back and forth stuff like that. Lighting this. My cords are not as long as your cords. So sometimes I have to rearrange stuff or move equipment. There's a lot of technicalities um, that could be fun. If that's your thing, that's fun. I have fun with it. Pro production is fun for me. Um, it's always been, uh, it's always in my life. I was in theater, right out of the vagina, I was in theater, right? So, um, never, never an actress, always a designer. Um, but anyway, so all of the design, all of the colors, all the bright stuff. If you see my Instagram, if you've seen any of the stuff I've done recently, you'll see that I'm very neon. I'm the most neon goddess I've ever seen. And I aspire to be something that doesn't exist, which is a giant doll. Um, which would be amazing. Eventually, I'm looking I have for daddy. I've interviewed a burlesque performer, okay. often referred to as the giantess of Jiggle. Okay, I've and heard so, that name. Yeah, uh, well, uh, uh, it'll totally, it just escaped me. I'll circle back. Um, okay, so if you could take the experience that you have now and you could jump back in time to your very first day you know, experience, you know, starting to really investigate and explore kink. What advice from this point in time would you give your younger self? The first time I explored kink, that was a different story I haven't told you yet. There was nothing I could have told myself. I dove right in, I crushed balls, I pegged, and I humiliated all in the hour. And I didn't know I was dominant. And so he came out of that like, are you sure you've never done this before? And I was like, I was like, I don't know, bye. <laughs> so it's not something... It's not something that I really um, work hard at, I guess. I guess it just, it, it develops. Comes it, more naturally. It develops, it evolves. I have a particular set of standards. I have a particular set of goals. And I have a particular set of energy that I surround myself with. So if you want to come into that orb, into that realm, then you have to come, you have to come correct. You know, and if you consider yourself a god, this is all serious, dead ass. This is not acting, right? So if you consider yourself a goddess, you need to be approached like a goddess. And what do you do for even Jesus? They have like little baskets at the fucking church, right? You approach your goddess um, accordingly. You don't just walk up, hey, let's fuck. Where do you see the industry professionally headed in the next five to ten years? I don't even know. I don't have time to think about that shit. I'm like a... Uh, I'm like a Scarlett O'Hara. I will think about that tomorrow. Um, Live in the moment. I have so much to work on right now. Um, in the next five years? Next five years. I don't think about anybody else. There goes my Mariah Carey who. Um, I don't think about anybody else. Things ebb, this ebb and flow everywhere. A dungeon pops up, another one falls down. Another one pops up. The sanctuary is a beautiful, sturdy place. It's a wonderful, huge building. I have not seen a dungeon this big, uh, except another one that's shut down. Um, uh, but I'm evolving personally, so I'm going to sprout and blossom and bloom and things like the next five years. There's not enough time. There's not enough time. Oh, give me ten. Blossom and expire. <laughs> what uh, What advice would you give someone new coming into the industry? Man, calm the fuck down. I guess. Um, someone new in the industry. Oh my god, I have so much advice for newbies. I'm kind of a I'm kind of a cougar. I've aged into a cougar kind of, so I love when newbies are genuine and they really just, they're not like taking and leeching and stuff like that. So I always like taking them on my wing and stuff like that. But a newbie who just had a question, it depends on the question, really. There's so many things. Um, and I've been around for so long that um, really it's about value. 
really is about value. Like, don't do anything. Like, tax a motherfucker. Like, tax, like, what are you doing? Don't do anything because you think he's nice or she's nice or don't don't do any of that shit. That's like the number one thing is people be, try to be nice when they first. Sex workers routinely undervalue their services. No, well, they're, they're genuine, empathic creatures. We're healers. Sex workers are healers. It's called a dakini. So if you do any research and you learn about the ancient cultures and things like that, <laughs> don't get me started, look, is <laughs> that a word? Um, if you get into like ancient cultures and stuff like that, women were teachers and they would teach with the womb. They would give birth and teach immediately from the womb. The placentia is something to teach from and to teach with and to, and to has nutrients for the tribe, right? So naturally, instinctively, we have healing instincts. So it's not that we undervalue, it's that we want to give. We're givers and people are takers. So what sex workers don't, when they come in, they don't understand. They don't recognize that every move you make, it needs to be taxed. It needs to be taxed. Yeah. Agree. Completely agree. Goddess Rocky Fox, thank you for your time today. Thank you for your question. <laughs> this is good. Thank you for listening to The Rocket Review. If you would like to be a guest or have your adult industry business featured on TRR, please email rocket at therocketreview.com. TRR is a production of Whole Punch Media and is supported through corporate sponsorships and subscribers like you. Remember, gang, if you can't be good, be damn good at it.